This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. This is a Friday. Charlotte is supposed to be Charlotte. I know that Big Jim probably just introduced Charlotte, and she's started the show in here. She's sick again today. Is this like three weeks in a row? I think that she's starting to not like us. Maybe. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I think that she went to Japan, and there were some Russians there, and now she's hibernating. She's like, nope, I'm not dealing with this conversation. The opposite of the sleep experiment, apparently. Wait, you're not well, you're not hibernating with the sleep experiment? No. No, I mean we'll get into that. We're getting ready to talk about communists and messing with people's sleep. Yeah. They, they mess with my sleep every night. I mean they they're the reason why, like if you're up in bed at night and tossing and turning you can't fall asleep, blame the Russians. So I guess that's what we're talking so about. So today's today. topic is a Russian sleep experiment. I thought that, that meant they were putting you into hibernation and you were sleeping for four or five days. No. No. I guess it should be like the anti-sleep experiment. Mm-hmm. Really? The awake experiment. Yeah. Well, I'll just shut up and let everybody Dude, talk. Do you know how nice I'd be to just like sleep? I would love for the Russians to be in hibernation. Yeah, but you won't know if you're dreaming or if it's real anymore. We don't know. Well, we'll find, you'll, you'll find out what happened. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, you've got my interest. So today's topic is the Russian sleep experiment. I thought it was going to be hibernation, but apparently it was sleep deprivation. Yeah, I drew a picture of the results. Looks Isn't like, that the YouTube picture? Huh? That's the YouTube picture. No, that looks like one, of no, Jim, looks like one of your mugs that you drink out of. Huh? That would be a mug that Sarah drinks out of, I believe. I do have a school mug. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it for me for Christmas for yeah. a few years okay, ago. Okay, then Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're well, mixing things up today. I didn't say that. Jim's here live. Glenn's here live. Sarah's here live. We don't have anybody on the phone. So, it, assuming we're not sleeping, we're all here ready to go. Go ahead, Sarah. Okay. Uh, well, you've got World War II, and that seems to be the time where everybody enjoyed having their uh, really dark experience. So you had um, the we've, – we've already talked about the uh, – what was it? Um, like Japanese camp, like 731 or whatever it was, where they were basically cutting off body parts and switching them up. And that actually did happen. Um, like that, that wasn't a conspiracy. Well, I guess it was a conspiracy probably. They were taking body true. parts from different people and putting them, hooking them up. Yeah, we had a whole conversation about this. I forgot it. So that's like that. It's like Toy Story except real people. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And conspiracy, by the way, doesn't necessarily mean not real. There's conspiracies that happen that are real they're just the reason they're called conspiracies was because there was some dark plot involved in it. i appreciate that because i've i've said like i've been on here before talking about like for instance that that camp and it ended up being real and it was like well it's conspiracy friday we're supposed to be talking about things that like i don't know it's, it's kind of a mix-up yeah. if it ever was lied about it's a conspiracy yeah, if there is there is ever a secret or something like yeah. that, yeah, there, there's a plot, but I also can go with not, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, even if it was true. Um, so that happened in that camp, 
then you got mm-hmm. the Nazis doing their horrible things with the twins. Um, and this one's about uh, obviously the Russian, the the Russians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what what happened with this experiment was um, they took five prisoners of war, and, um, and I guess I should give some background why they would want to do something like this. Is during that time, um, other other uh, militaries, like from other countries, were apparently working on drugs that would keep their soldiers awake longer, so they could fight longer. And um, a good and example have, is mm-hmm. methane and uh, methamphetamines and the Blitzkrieg. Yes, methane yeah. keeps me awake. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be wild. I <laughs> yeah, guess like that. That was wild yeah. that they would say, "Hey, just give these guys some meth. It'll it'll make and it go, go well." And well, and the United States government. Here uh, benzo uh, That's not nearly like, as sexy as a name, though. Like, do we have? Yeah, a well, yeah you know that <laughs> man in the high castle. Benzy, Benny's, man in high castle. He was having to drive cross country mm. and he couldn't sleep, and they gave him something that kept him completely wide awake the whole time. So I guess that's what you're talking about. Is nothing? Mm-hmm. Does he fall out? Well, he didn't. No. It probably wasn't meth. Yeah, no, it because he wasn't picked up Juliana. She well, I, I feel like if you, if you're like a casual meth user, casual. <laughs> yeah, your teeth will be casual meth user. Yes. Um, see if that works. And so, yeah, that's so that's what the thinking was behind this experiment was. Um, they weren't doing so hot in the war. I just made that up. I really don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they said we need to be doing better. And um, how do we do that? By doing experiments to keep our soldiers up longer and, like, making sure that it's safe for their soldiers. Mm-hmm. So they take prisoners of war instead of their own men. Mm-hmm. And they tell these guys, hey, um, if you participate in this, we'll release you early, which was a lie. But um, they were just trying to get guys who would voluntarily do it because you want somebody who's not like you you would want a test subject um at like a base level of normalcy instead of like these prisoners of war who are thinking they're just going to torture me basically you know these guys are thinking okay like it's it's voluntary we'll be able to get out it's fine um so what they do is they put these guys in a uh, essentially a gas chamber and um Back then, they didn't have, like, video, so you couldn't have, like, video monitors in there, but they did have audio recording that they could keep up with, and so they put, they, they rigged it to where they could hear what was going on in the room, and um, apparently the guys knew, like, in the experiment, were able to tell where the microphones were, um, so uh, they put these guys in the room and then set off the gas and this gas is supposed to keep them up they're supposed to stay up for a month that was the original purpose of the experiment but it got cut short to 15 days so this is 15 days uh span that we're talking about um the first five days were pretty normal um because you know like i don't know how like the longest time that you all have stayed up is but i've stayed up maybe like like I guess a little over a day um and I was honestly just 
like lightheaded, uh, saying stupid things, but it was kind of a silly thing. It was just like, you're so tired. Your brain doesn't work, but it was kind of funny. And so I found humor in it. Um, and I guess that's kind of what was going on the first few days with these guys. And this gas does not let them sleep like at all. Mm -hmm. Um, they do have, I should have set this up too. They do have, uh, beds, they have a place to go to the bathroom and they have um, enough dried food to last 30 days for all five test subjects. Like it was actually more than enough. Um, and so, yeah, the first five days they were just basically talking about how they were excited. This is our ticket out. Um, we just got to get through this. It's been five days. We're doing really well. Um, but it was kind of weird because um, after that, after that, like on, on, the, on to the sixth day, that's whenever they started getting paranoid. And so they started isolating themselves from each other. And um, the reason why it was interesting to know that they knew where the some of the microphones were is they start trying to give secrets against um, against the other guys in the room to try to get released early. And so um, anyway, uh that's kind of what goes on for a little bit, but then, um, and like that, that was the thing too, is they, uh, they did start talking, like whenever they did talk to each other, it would be about very traumatic incidents and it would, it would be darker conversations at that point. So it stopped being like, Oh yeah, we're going to get out of here. Um, and then, uh, Again, like they start whispering in the um, into the microphones, and uh, and then day nine. So I guess like that was going on from say, day six to day nine. Um, a guy starts screaming, just nonstop screaming. And it's like at the top, like he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. happened at, at the bar exam when I took it. So he yeah. must have been sleep deprived. Yeah, that was probably, that, that would make sense. You yeah. took this gas. You're yes. just <laughs> taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Charlotte gets that gas all the time. Um, mm-hmm. From so who, James? From who? <laughs> Ew. I don't know if you meant it that way, but. <laughs> she can't sleep at all. Yeah. Well, um. And, and if, you, if you're imagining this, he's screaming, running back and forth in the chamber. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So he's. Mm-hmm. It's. It's not like a normal. Like they can. They can tell that. Uh, and anyway, so it's for about three hours, and he's running back and forth, screaming. And then at some point, his voice uh, goes away, and he can only do these weird squeaks occasionally. Um, the thought was that he broke his vocal cords. Yeah. Oh no no no. That he not just broken them. That he physically tore them out. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, Which um, I don't know how you do that. yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it could be I very could see you screaming enough in, in a manic state where you might tear them. Yeah. I heard internally. You, yeah. There was, there were, there were the words ripped used. Yeah. I do realize that he was a change, a changeling. It wasn't Paul McCartney, but when he was doing, um, Oh darling, if you leave that one, he went into a bathroom and he screamed for several hours to change his voice. So I have a feeling if you it sounded did that really for, good, yeah, that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. If you did it for three days, I think you'd probably damage your vocal cords. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was three. It was three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Three you hours. Paul McCartney over an hour. Yeah. Um. But but at that point, well, I, his changeling. Yeah. What I would say is like uh, 
you know, it, it'll make sense that he, he uh, managed to rip the vocal right. cords out. And at that point, you have to remember, they're on this really weird experimental gas, um, and they've been up at this point. It was either nine or ten days at this point. Um, and the weird thing that happened with the other prisoners was that they didn't react at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they were just kind of... Like nothing was happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, they were quite it. chill. Hey, Tim, look at Glenn. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> so so they're still continuing with their paranoid um, ramblings and or whispering in the microphones. Um, so they continue that behavior, but then the second captive starts screaming and does the exact same thing. Um and uh it seems at that point um two of the other captives around that time decided because they were like books and some other stuff to do in there so like they they weren't just like left alone in a rubber room they they had the ability to enjoy themselves um they were taking books apart and um smearing feces on the papers and then like uh, pasting them on the glass that you could like look through, you know, like the interrogation glass. Mm. They had some of that in there, and they so they, they had started. like these portholes mm -hmm. that were real thick. You couldn't see clearly through them, but you could kind of see shapes. So this book that they were cracking on that was written yeah. by Karl Marx. Maybe uh, that was the case, and the Russians probably would have been very upset. How dare you mm. get rid of our wonderful book um, <laughs> that we built our society on? So, yeah, so they start covering these portals, so they don't want people, I guess, looking into them, like, in that area. They just want to be left in seclusion. Um, and then after that, there wasn't really any way to observe them. Um, so, but they didn't want to stop the experiment or, like, interfere with it at all. So they let it go on for a few more days until it got so silent that they were wondering what the heck was happening in there. Um, they had to go check. So they staged uh, an issue. They said, hey, guys, we need to go check the microphones. They didn't want it to make it seem like they were concerned about the guys or checking in on their welfare. So the guys would, like, um, I guess, react in a way that might get them out earlier. So um, they told the guys that they need to get on the ground, put their hands, like, over their head or whatever, and they would come in. Um, so... They, uh, at that point, whenever they made those orders, they heard a voice over the microphone finally, and it said, we no longer want to be free. So, uh, anyway, the researchers decided that they want, they were going to go in, um, they, they had to get rid of the gas so like they didn't breathe it in themselves. So they turn off the gas and flush the chamber, um, and after they did that, the the prisoners start begging that they turn the gas back on. And um, and it was extremely serious for them. Um, the um, they start screaming and everything, and then the uh, the guys come in, the um, experiment people. And at that point, um, what they saw was absolutely horrific. So, uh, only four of the five subjects were still alive. The others were ripping chunks out of their own skin and, um, like pretty auto cannibalism. And 
Yeah. And um, and then the third guy, he was taken, like, uh, chunks of him were taken off, too. So he was uh, kind of taken off. during World War II. Yeah. No, this was 1947. After World War II. Mm-hmm. Shortly after Wait, World it was, War II. I was after? Well, yeah, that just changes how I look at everything. Why would they care Well, that's fine. Well, we could, we could talk about the date a little bit. Well, Stalin okay. was still in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, like that—that that didn't surprise me. Like I, I knew that it was Stalin that was handling it, and they had the whole issue with the gulag stuff afterwards, anyway. So mm-hmm. it would, yeah, yeah, that didn't, yeah, well, during and after. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that that would go on too. There, there's way. a looming war happening with the United States and Russia. Ah, Cold war. the Cold War. Well, just, it, at that point in time, there was a looming war. It was like this is going to happen. It seems. Let's do. Wait, talk about that Every, real quick. Everybody was getting ready for. Uh, everybody was situating themselves for the prospects of another world war. So the United States was starting its own regional defense systems and the Soviet Union was starting its regional defense systems, meaning that they were creating alliances ready to go after each other at any moment. Truman was still in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Truman was in at this point in time. And so uh, the there was, there was excitement that World War II had ended. There was relief on that, but at the same time, now the Soviet Union and the United States were really starting to bow up. You know, at the end of the movie, Patton, you give me some of those Nazis, we'll go kill some, kill some, I'll was, kill some yep. communists, I'll kill some I mean, Nazis. it was almost immediate. Like, we forget about, we forget about the Korean War that took place immediately after World War II. It wasn't like we entered this this state of peace. We were going at it with other countries at this time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening here. And so the Soviet Union is getting ready for war with the United States. And okay. keep in mind, Brooklyn could not beat the Yankees at that time. Correct. Yes. <laughs> and we'll yeah. link that. Dogs in. and cats living in biblical proportions. <laughs> yeah. As as we proceed forward, just remember that little that mm-hmm. little part about yes. yeah the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I had to get the movie reference in. That was the movie. Dogs and cats living together. Oh, that that's a movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a movie. Um, so and like I guess okay, back to the state of the room whenever this happened. Um, so when like they took chunks out of uh, their skin and like their muscle, I guess. Um, but they also had um re- removed organ like organs from their body. So they like opened up their abdomen and started removing some of the organs. Um, and so, and like, not only that, but they figured out how to flood the room, um, uh, using the dead person's mm-hmm. flesh and the chunk tissue or into what the room? Flood. Flood the, flooded the room. They clogged the drain with oh. the dead so there was guys. a drain in there and they, Organs, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was about four inches of liquid. Mm-hmm. That was reddish in color. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about a musical instrument. Okay. Yeah. And um. Anyway. And again, like they found out that they were gonna be like they were they were auto cannibalizing themselves by uh. They realized that the food that was being digested in them, like they can like the organs were like all messed up. Mm-hmm. Um. They were able to obtain some of the material, and it was human flesh. Um. So anyway, uh. They it, like at that point they had to be removed and um and taken to the hospital, 
And um, that's whenever you had the issue of these people really, really, really wanted that gas. Um, Real quick, before you moved to the hospital, it wasn't like these people were just moved to the hospital. The doctors went to sedate them so that they could be moved because they weren't going to be moved without being sedated. yeah. Yeah, and they had killed two of the researchers who went in there of the or two of the soldiers sorry soldiers they killed, their, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot they about killed, that. They yeah. killed two of the soldiers who went in there and so the doctors then went in there to sedate them and the doctor's arms and rib cage was broken mm-hmm. so trying to sedate these people it's, so who's the herodotus that was keeping up with all this this there was one researcher okay. that we have that we have documented he, he kept okay yeah. i was wondering how we knew this story in such detail yeah, well, we'll get we'll get to that later okay. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one of them had his throat ripped out. Another one had his testicles ripped off, and an artery in his leg severed. So, like, and that was from another guy's teeth. So, um, yeah, they were like at, at that point they were so messed up that they were uh, like I don't know like you know it worked whatever gas they were using made them stay up for a very long time and they became very violent um anyway uh so yeah like so they whenever they would go to sedate them um they the sedatives aren't working as well as they thought like the gas is basically uh, like whatever they have like running through their blood is canceling it out um so one of them had to get uh 10 times the like the um, morphine dose mm-hmm. than normal um and he was still fighting um and uh and he was still like screaming that he wanted more gas so like that was obviously a really big part of this is uh whatever they were giving them was extremely addictive um and anyway so they get moved to the hospital and uh i think so what happens is like uh they they basically die as soon as they fall asleep yep so each of that happens with each of them like there's like there's different ways but yeah they're fighting ferociously against anesthesia Mm -hmm. yeah and um That's, that's that russian princess that disappeared yes yeah. Not Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so, okay. oh, it wasn't Anastasia? No. I've been reading this story wrong the entire time. <laughs> I was like, wow, they found the princess. Yeah. That was the whole purpose of the experiment. Is like that was why it was such a success. They finally found her. <laughs> um yeah, and so in the and again during this time, like as they were putting these guys under, they were fighting like hell and um yeah, like the the first guy immediately whenever he falls fell asleep, his heart stopped, um, and uh, they were still like screaming and being extremely violent. Um, so one of them, they what was it? They did they tried to do surgery mm-hmm. without the anesthesia. They did the surgery without. <laughs> they the did anesthesia. it without it. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was six hours. Well, he he didn't want it. So yeah, he, he knew that he would die. And it, you know, it was mm-hmm. fighting to the point. The way that yeah. he was fighting, it was to the point of, um, it would be more dangerous to try to get him to take the anesthesia because mm-hmm. it wasn't working immediately, and he was he was being so violent mm-hmm. towards himself and others that uh that they. Knew that they needed to just go ahead and get the surgery and they done. saw that the other guy died yeah. flatlining from anesthesia yeah so yeah and it is sick i agree with you mm-hmm. um so he they start trying to put his uh it was like a six-hour surgery to get his organs back in place um and 
anyway, they were like, it, it was crazy because they were like, there's no way for this guy to be alive during that entire time. And, um, and nurse said that one of the guys was being extremely creepy towards like her. Like he was smiling at her mm-hmm. as he was getting the surgery done. Is he a criminal defense attorney? <laughs> no. <laughs> but that was an he was joke. winking and, mm. uh, he was, um, she felt like he was hitting on her. Yeah. And he kept saying, don't stop cutting. Yeah. You know, that kind of reminds me of The Exorcist. I'll never forget this. Whenever uh, the girl who's possessed goes, connect the cuts, connect the cuts, connect the cuts. And she's like cutting herself the entire time. And that was just such a traumatizing moment for me to see and think like, it was also funny the way that she was saying. There's a reason I've never been able to finish that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of them. I, like, it was you know one of those possession movies. You know how far I got in that movie? Mm. The bed started shaking. Mm. which is right at the beginning. There we go. That was out. I'm done. <laughs> um, so anyway, they, they did the surgery on the other two without anesthesia. Um, but apparently like, the guys were like laughing the entire time and just being really freaking weird. Um, let's see. And then I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make sure that I don't mess this part up. Oh, yeah, they kept on getting... Okay, so they finally got the surgeries done, and they were able to talk again. And after they were able to talk, um, they said, we just want more gas. And so that's what they kept on, like, asking for was more and more gas. And they asked why... uh, Like, they were asked why they had ripped their own guts out and everything, and um, why they wanted to be given the gas again. And one of the responses was, I must remain awake. Mm -hmm. And... um, so it's you know they were, I guess they were essentially doing this to themselves to stay awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why they want to stay awake? Is that coming? Because they wouldn't die. They would die. Their thought was, "I'll die if I go to sleep." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what ends up happening. Is uh <clears throat> is basically uh like you know it was a, it was wild. You know there was a lot of anger and they were they were fighting against everything. They were yelling, um and they were they were craving that gas. Um, but what ultimately happens is for each of them that end up falling asleep, they die. That was really what, that's just it. Mm-hmm. So they were right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they so, needed the gas. So they, they bring them back to the chambers and they promise them that they're going to turn the gas back on. And this promise is legit. The commander decides against the consensus in the room that he is going to turn the gas back on. And so the uh, men in the room they become very calm at hearing this news because they're like, okay, we don't have to fight anymore to get this gas. This is coming our way. So they were on their beds or they were sitting or standing or whatever they were doing, trying their best to stay awake until the gas came on. One of them fell asleep, instantly dies. Uh, Another one, I forget what happens. I think he also falls asleep and instantly dies. Finally, the gas is turned back on, but it's after three researchers and a doctor had gone into the room to make sure that to try to keep the other two alive, the last two alive. And And now they're on it. Yeah. The commander said, essentially, we don't have enough time. Like we need to turn this gas on now, lest all of them die. And so the, uh, three researchers were in the room uh, while the door was being closed. One of the researchers tried fighting his way out by shooting 
um, the two soldiers at the door, I think. And then also shooting the other researchers. It's I don't not know movie. necessarily. Uh, stop it. It's not a movie. This is like, we got to get into that later. Where do you but, think movies come from? Right. So yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later. Anyway, these people are being, everybody is shot except for the last researcher and the last person who's in the room, the, one of the test subjects. And the gas gets turned on. The test subject is asked a question by the researcher, who are you or what are you? And the test subject essentially says, this is where I think myth comes in. The test subject says, I'm the Joker. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal heaven where we can't, haven where we cannot what does that say? Tread. So that part I do believe is myth. Yeah, I feel okay. like they just added that. That's a story that yeah. yeah, that's a story that's been developed there, okay? But what I'm saying is that that story is real. <laughs> and we're gonna go into that a little bit. That happened in the Soviet Union. Do you know where that happened? I know when it happened, 1947. But it happened... I think it just happened in one of those uh, those horrible camps. I'm going to guess stuff. it was probably Siberia. Yeah. If I already Siberia guess. is a horrible Yeah, Siberia place. seems like the place that this would, that this would happen. The, the Lubyanka, the one that's in mm -hmm. Moscow? Yeah. Now, don't go to Snopes and don't go to any of these fact-checking websites. Don't even think about looking at the... Yeah, they don't want you to believe because, this. Because what they'll say is that it came from a source called Creepypasta. And I agree with that. Well, you won't find this anywhere else except for creepypasta. All right. But we also know that the KGB did a really good job at cleaning its tracks. And we also know that creepypasta starts with C and P, which is a party. Yep. Yes. That, that's an abbreviation for Communist Party. And so I'm not buying into this whole Snopes idea who are communists themselves. This is me off. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They are communists. You cannot trust anything. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. And so whatever they say, this stuff is not true. You could probably assume the opposite. And so whatever they say, this has been traced back to creepypasta. In effect, what they're doing is they're revealing that, yes, this thing is true. Yeah. If I was going to reveal it, I would put it in something called creepypasta so I would believe it. Exactly. And I would embellish it with some of these quotes that they have at the end and things like that. I'm because the devil and I'm here to do the devil's thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Real yes. as a donut. And also, by the way, I, w I want to say this as well is that that part could have very well been included in there. All right. Because the, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. That actually apparently happened in the Manson murders. Yeah. All right. And so just because you have these weird. Just because it sounds like a movie. Yeah. yeah it doesn't, doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of what upset me too, is you could tell like Snopes is such a government um a government run website uh mm -hmm. they're just basically trying to say we know what the truth is and if you like go like away from what we say if you don't believe what we say mm -hmm. then you're crazy right and i'm not crazy <laughs> well i what i want to know can i ask questions now <laughs> exactly what was this gas well now i'm glad you asked <laughs> this gas was apparently something can you get it at pj's no, okay. <laughs> this will this. not be a PJ's, trust me. All right. Um, the gas was something they stumbled upon when they were trying to figure out this, how to keep soldiers awake so they could fight on, like the Germans had in Blitzkriegs. And the Americans were apparently working on that as well with benzodiazepine. 
Um, it's easy for you to say. No, it isn't. Uh, but they think it might have been something that they stumbled across. Now, they have, the Russians did use in 2001, I believe, there was a hostage Chechen rebels uh, or terrorists took over a theater full of people and they put gas in there to subdue the terrorists. Um, that was supposedly a combination of um, some type of opiate and fentanyl. And that's why many of the hostages died as a result of it. Uh, so they have a history of using gas to do things. Mm -hmm. And they covered this one up because it's a unknown composition and it had such horrific effects. They never went back into it. Right. Well, there's also um, a story of the Russians mining and retrieving audio from a deep underground place that is called the sounds of hell. But this has also been reinterpreted to be the gas that was used on these subjects. Because if you hear the video, if you hear the audio of the miners who are going down into the depths of the earth and what they're receiving back in their audio feed, it sounds like people screaming at the top of their lungs and going crazy mm -hmm. and people who haven't slept for days and that these people are part of the underworld where this gas is. And, and so they yeah. were able to extract this gas from there and put it into this room where so the Russians are. Oh, I'm still, I'm absolutely believing that. So the Russians, the communists were in league with the devil been down there with demons. Yes. Oh, yes. And so this is real. Snopes is not going to admit that. Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And so I'm not going to. I was going to make a joke there, but yeah. The, this is not a joke. This, this is not a joke. <laughs> it's not funny. This, this, is, not, this is not a joke. This is very serious. Like I wish you would stop laughing because I. I there's I a point kayaki. Yes. <laughs> How dare you make this into something comical? Like I feel like we All have a there, there is, traitor in yeah, here. There is demonic influence behind the communist efforts. It started in 1947, but well, be, well before that. But 1947, you can definitely illustrate it with this experience. Yeah, because it, it has that direct yeah. connection with, mm -hmm. again, the underworld um, where this gas is in abundance and basically the demons supplied it mm -hmm. to the, um, the Russians. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, so if I'm getting this right, everybody that was in the experiment, they never did sleep again. If they did, they would. They died. Yes. Okay. Now the guy, the, the the orderly or whatever it was that was left in the room with the last mm -hmm. souls, he 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 has to go through it too. Is that what goes on? Uh, I'm not necessarily sure. I forget if, he, if the gas was turned on at the end. The gas. Okay. The gas. I don't know that was turned on. What I do know is the story says that the orderly you're talking about was a doctor, and the doctor took out a gun and started shooting the everybody right but now he's in stuck in there though right no he's not he got out yeah because he's the one that's told the story he's our horizon oh. yeah like he yeah he, he so was he's able to provide spot. that account i got you mm -hmm. yeah I that's why cry. yeah and that's why i think that he he remembered that quote so vividly i mean to have somebody staring into your eyes basically begging mm -hmm. for you to shoot them for the for you to torture them is, yeah. is what they were asking for mm -hmm. and to have him explain yeah. that he is the animal within all of us mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, and just another thing came up into my mind that anybody who says that this is not real because the only source that we have is from creepypasta must reconsider the history of Troy. Like the only source that we have for Troy was Homer and everybody was like, oh, this was entirely myth. There wasn't a Troy. There wasn't anything like until that was. until someone stumbles a point that there exactly. actually was. It's so pretty much heresy to compare this to what? Homer. I'm, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? Go ahead, just take it. What are you, I, no, I no, 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 no. I, I would like to hear what, you, what you're talking about. How's yeah, this Homer was considered the, the written so well that the Greek language was established and what was correct and incorrect grammar was, was from Homer. That was considered, that wasn't considered trash TV. Are you calling creepypasta... <laughs> Trash TV. Well, not just creepy pasta, but this horrible experiment conducted on innocent prisoners of war. Well, don't tie that to horror. Why not? <laughs> it was written very well. It was written extremely well, just because I because it was documenting historical events. Yeah, like, it's hard to write something. Well, thick with 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 the story that that he told about Patroclus, where you know where they. Where he got killed and mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty sick. Oh stuff. yeah, there are pretty unpleasant things happening in, in, in um, the it, Odyssey. It, Iliad. Iliad. There we go. That's so, so how much I know. Anyway, all that's to say is that uh, just that just because this came from creepy pasta doesn't mean it's not real. In fact, I would say that because it came from creepy pasta, it lends itself to more reality. Mm-hmm. If this came from Snopes, I'd be like, crap. That's not that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, if Snopes wouldn't have commented on it, then there would be more validity that it was not real. Yeah. But because Snopes goes out and says, "Oh no, this is real because it came from creepy right. pasta," you don't go try to right. determine whether Captain Kangaroo is real. Right. Yeah. Why would you even go and search for a thing? Yeah. Exactly. And so, all right. So, so basically, the real conspiracy to me here then is, is that creepy pasta is an arm of the government of the of the of the Russian psyops. Psyop. Yeah, it, it's to get us to believe that this thing didn't happen. If I mean, you go, have you ever seen that man, movie, Men Who Stare, Stare at Goats? Mm-hmm. You seen that? Yeah. All right, so the, the whole idea, if you watch that movie, is that the movie itself is to make you believe that those things didn't happen. They yeah. made a silly, stupid movie. But they did. Yeah. Right, it, to make you, so you'll, go, you'll say, oh, that's all made up. So if you're going to hide it, Go ahead and make a story of it. And make fun of it. And that way it's always just rumors. Ah, oh, it's just, that was a silly movie. Right. And right. you stare at goats. That can't be real. Well, what's, mm-hmm. what's interesting about it, too, is, like, the gulags. Okay, so we have the gulag of Repelago, and um, it was Solzhenitsyn. He explained a lot of the stuff that they did. Now, they I wouldn't call those, like, formal experiments, what they were doing. It was more torture. But they did... Um, they did do sleep deprivation where you were required to stand up. They would have a guard that would come by your door. Um, it wasn't through the gas. I guess they realized the gas would be too dangerous for actual prisoners. Like you wouldn't want all of them on that because it would just be chaos. Right. But um, yeah, no, they were they were forced to stand up and um, and stay awake. I think one guy, uh, Solzhenitsyn, explained that he was able to. He learned how to sleep. Uh, propped up against a wall with an eye, like his eyes open, right. which is insane. And like it's like, and this is actually like for real, like uh, true, true. Like uh, I know that Snopes is saying that this uh, sleep experiment wasn't true, but they haven't. Um, yeah. They definitely were interested in it because they would keep their prisoners awake. Yeah. Now the problem I have with you theory, guys, you have to be ready to shoot this. Okay. Down. Yeah. To Stalin, 
that experiment would not be a flaw. It would be a feature of his government. <laughs> he would be bragging about it. He wouldn't have had a problem with that. Yeah, we tried this. But there were a lot of secrets that the Soviet Union had. Yeah. The Soviet Union had secrets. Well, the KGB saw potential. That's why they didn't shut this down when the uh, experimenters, researchers, wanted to shut it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the Soviet Union didn't just reveal everything that it was proud about. Like also, as far as the nuclear bomb goes, they were just, they, they, they were, they eventually got, it eventually got out that they were able to produce just as much as the United States as far as nuclear capacity goes. And you think about like, this was in preparation for war. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't want that out. And so I'm pretty sure he was proud of this experiment. I'm pretty sure this is why <laughs> the, the documentation was preserved so well to where a creepypasta could produce it. But again, you don't want things getting out about Russia, especially in these times where it, make, it puts them in a bad spot. You what ends up happening to this doctor? He tells the story. And then what? He's scarred for life. He went supposedly insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As anybody would, yeah. And so if I witnessed that, and I would so have trouble sleeping And so a lot of them committed suicide who were involved with this experiment. Didn't get the gas, but yeah. committed suicide. So it only took five days for them to go completely nuts. 15. Well, yeah, five days was normal. Completely nuts, I guess you could say that. They started screaming Nine days, at the top they of the started way. seeing yeah. some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 15 days in, that's when it went all the heck. At that point, it was just keeping them alive. Yeah. And when they put these guys back together, two of them, remained alive mm-hmm. and they couldn't figure that out yep yeah and so you know, there's this silly silly story that the japanese were able to convince their pilots to crash their planes into boats <laughs> <laughs> right yeah just because it's absurd doesn't mean it didn't happen yep. yeah mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things uh I guess it's just really frustrating that um, in these situations, again, like we we have evidence that these uh, governments have been committing atrocities like this for a long time. And I mean, mm-hmm. like again, even with the uh, Japanese uh, prison camp where like 731 or whatever it was, um, that they it was horrible what they mm-hmm. did to those people and um again that one was also treated like a conspiracy of like oh yeah like that, that didn't really happen they couldn't have done it until there was more proof about it mm-hmm. all right so is there documentation of it all left of this thing i'm sure there is it's just not revealed yeah. like the only place it's revealed is creepy pasta and that, again that's just to get the Get the news out front because I'm sure that it will. Yeah, to make fun of it before, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Communist Party of Russia shares it with the Communist Party of the United States. And they start Well, maybe they developed it together. Mm -hmm. That is how we found out about 731, is uh, that they, the freaking U.S. gave them um, immunity if they shared the results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, we had Nazis in uh, our space program. Full-blown Nazis. So I guess that wasn't part of the deal for this. They they just said no. We don't. Want I that. see that in Oppenheimer. Well, you need to look up uh, pro- uh, Project Paperclip, yeah. Operation Paperclip. Basically, Warner von Braun was a full-blown Nazi. Yeah. In fact, in the V2 plant, it was common to have people who had died from fallen from exhaustion he would string them up in front and say this is you if you don't 
keep working. Yeah. This is for that open hour project? No, this, no, is, for this is later. The Apollo program. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who ran it, Warner Von Braun. That's where they got all the rocket technology. So in, in uh, the right stuff, he's the guy that's saying it's a space capsule. Yes. Yes. And didn't want, you know, you know, the pilot, the, the astronauts wanted exploding bolts and, you know, control. And he didn't want them to have control. You know, and this is why Fatima back back in world <laughs> war one they said the church needs to consec- concentrate whatever what is it consecrate russia they said that back then those little sheep farmers in portugal what is it was it portugal yeah and um they said you need to fix russia basically go ahead and bless them because they need it and this is the kind of crap that you get and so uh anyway it's really well, it's hard to like you know to give these people a little bit of credit, it's difficult to invade Russia with the military. That is true. You can imagine that it's even more difficult to invade a communist Russia with the church saying, hey, you guys need to be consecrated. Give us some food and clothing while we're here in the winter. Nobody invades Russia. Yeah, but not through the power of God. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. No, no, no. So I, I fully agree. I, I don't want to put any limitations on God. All right, but mm-hmm. I am saying that that's a that's a big step of faith right there. So what do we do with this information? Uh, I know. Um, meth seems to be a better option for keeping your own soldiers up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they were using Ritalin, weren't they? Or were they just using that to make them courage or courageous? Are you talking about the? I don't know if they use Ritalin. I do know they use crack. I, I know that Big Jim, Big Jim said that Ritalin, what they they treat ADD kids with, mm-hmm. that they that, that that during World War Two they would use that to get soldiers to do things they wouldn't otherwise do. Mm-hmm. That's what he would say. Yeah. Now Big Jim got some things wrong, but he always said it in a very entertaining way. <laughs> he says it in a very entertaining and certain, certain, yes, in very certain mm-hmm. terms. So, so. I don't. I, I've never checked into that. I just assumed he was telling truth. I want to say Dr. Green has confirmed that. I want to say he has. Mm-hmm. I'll ask him. That would be pretty credible. I would ask him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You see some of the things that happened in World War II. You're like, yeah, these guys were on something. Well, we, we, might not, we might not call it Ridland back then. It's Ridland now because they patented it. Right, we, we, our country has done things just as horrendous. Oh, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just as yeah. horrendous. I... I whether this is real, I know you guys are all saying it's real, but my job is to take whatever position the others aren't taking just to, be, to have somebody Not on Conspiracy Friday. On Conspiracy Friday, you say yes. Don't let Snopes sway you. Exactly. Well, all right, all right, I get you. I, I'm, all right, listen, that one, I don't believe anything they say. Mm-hmm. They have lied so much, they've lost their credibility. Yeah. I think it's like Drudge Report. Who goes there anymore? Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's the way it works. They they make these organizations like Snopes or uh, the Project for Truth in Government or whatever they mm-hmm. want to call it. Yep. And they, they're called cutouts. And they then these projects do some good, do do some things that are correct and true. And then when they need it, boom, they change it. And change the narrative. Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ben Shapiro. But you know, you were asking, what do we take away from this? Well, I think one of the things that we have to remember is that there is a real significant effort to whitewash Russian 
slash Soviet history. They want to make it not seem as bad as what that it is was. True. And also, we have no idea whether this got out of that lab, right? So one of the reasons why... Would why would they stop working yes. on it? Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons why this was suppressed is, as far as like so long as it has been and now it's starting to come out is because one, I think that there is a leak that happened. I'm not necessarily sure how it's going to emerge or when this story is going to explode, but we don't know if this, if this experiment was brought out to the larger Russian population where really terrible stuff happened from 19, the 1920s to 1980. Yeah. Uh, it started with Stalin. Right. Yes. So it's, well, Lenin was really bad. Lenin starved an entire country. Yeah. Lenin was bad. Lenin was bad. I, I thought it was mostly. Yeah. He's also kind of a douchebag. Wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure you I'm not a Lenin defender. Yeah. Now, I don't want to say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that you can compare any any creature with Stalin. If Lenin had the tenure that Stalin had, I believe that he would have been up there. Yeah. I mean, they're all bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all say Khrushchev was better. No, he <laughs> he put a little light. He had more humor. Right. But no, I um, I no, I don't, I don't, I you know me, I don't like any comments. I don't Trotsky or any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they all try to make it sound like. Stalin killed, you know, he, he treated Trotsky bad. Well, you, you can't treat communists bad enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, well, there's there's questions about how this relates to uh, Chernobyl, let's say. And so we have, we have issues of people who are not necessarily in the right mind at this power plant. And there are rumors emerging about this project being linked to what was going on in Chernobyl. And so sort of things like that to where there's cause and effect from this lab experiment. I will say this. be kept secret. Without any, I, I would say this seven days a week. You can't believe a dadgum thing coming out of Russia or, or China. Yes. And I've told this story I'm, uh, a lot like Big Jim, except that it's important because it's actually happened that time that I was playing basketball at the gym 20 years ago at, at Tech. I was playing basketball and there were some Chinese students there and we were playing basketball with them and then we took a break. And we small talked with them. Where are you from, China? And I said, oh, it was horrible. There was a, a bad train wreck in China. I can't believe only seven people were killed. And he chuckled. And I said, what? He said, you don't believe that, do you? And I said, well, on the news, he goes, maybe 700. They're lying through their teeth how many people died in that thing. He said, they always will lie. You can always take it, multiply it by about 10, 20, 30, 100. They lie through their teeth, the communists do. That's why, like, that whole COVID stuff, like, they did, like, the COVID tracker and stuff like that with, uh, and they said China was doing really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then like, you also had the New York Times article that just openly said, yeah, China took these crazy measures to keep the coronavirus from spreading. Like, and one of the measures was chaining people to trees. Yeah, they would chain people to trees and then they would uh, they would weld their doors shut. Right. And that, those are just the things that the New York Times would report. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. And remember that time we were trying to figure out what the deal was is that they were turning away Chinese hair? From a from American the Wiggers, yeah, the Uyghurs. Wait, with the Uyghurs, <laughs> not, not the Uyghurs. The not, not the Uyghurs. Uh, the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs. Uh, Uyghurs wobble, but they don't fall down. Yes, they do. And uh, <laughs> they're being terribly exploited by the Chinese government. Um, 
the the reason that supposedly because of the hysteria they turned the hair a lot of Chinese hair goes into wigs. Yes. And so um, for cancer patients, that's how they try to get it in. Yeah. Well, cancer patients don't have hair. Yeah. And so um, the idea was we stopped taking it because of it could be contaminated with COVID. Hair is extremely bacteria ridden. Mm. That sounds like a conspiracy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But anyway, back to that. That that would. I don't know if you remember that wreck. They were too young to probably remember it. I remember it vaguely. Yeah. But but it when you would see the the helicopter that was flying over it before drones, the helicopter was flying over it. You would look at how did anybody survive that? Yeah. I mean, train they, they, these cars were mangled. It weren't like you know how you see. Cr- it didn't derail. Let's put it. Yeah, it wasn't just a derailing. It was. Destroyed. It must have been at 100 miles an hour. No kidding. And it was just tw- twisted metal. And you, it was, you would do Yeah, there t- wasn't a boxcar left. <laughs> what year was this? I don't know. So, was it the 80s? Or? I don't know. I don't know. You guys Maybe were little. 70s. You guys were little. And I remember coming home and telling Charlotte that said, they, they said it was more than seven people got killed in that thing. You know, by far. He said, they, he, he said everybody knows in China they're lying about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right now there's they paint many mount, trash mountains green. So from satellites, it looks like they have green hills. I, I get into this with people a lot about these trash mounds. Those things sink. Yes, but they don't sink right away. Yeah. So the idea is... Uh, you know, to cover up the real horrible trash that's environmentally devastating, they paint them green. They also have fields of rebar with a clump of uh, concrete on the top that they paint the tops red. So from the sky, they look like uh, flowers, fields of flowers. Yeah, you can't believe anything comes out of there. I, I, I won't be interested to see what they're saying now. Are they still lying about it? About this. Are you talking about I never China? did hear. Yeah. So um, you can't believe this because it's on WikiWand. Right? <laughs> um, and I'm having trouble finding the 1981. It was 1981, the train wreck that happened there. Um, this, the WikiWand, which to me is like creepypasta, um, <laughs> says reports that there are 260, 360 people killed in that crash. Now, I think that if you were to talk to people and say, well, you got that from WikiWand, I'd be like, well, <laughs> who's, who's suppressing what information? Again, don't trust what you what these psyops are trying to get you to believe. It, I, I think you remember at the time, and that was like five weeks after it happened, there, the official reports were seven dead. Yeah, so it was 260 to 360 people died. Wait, is, is this what it looks like in that area? I remember it flatter than that, but. So I'm wondering if we're looking at the wrong one. Yeah, this would have happened more like. They would lie about that one too, though. Yeah. Uh, it seems like to me this one would have happened when Doc would have been about five or six. So 99. Would that make 2000, sense? 2000, somewhere in there, yeah. Okay, because there was one in 99, derailment of a passenger train, and they said it was nine dead. There you go. That's the one. He said that it was hundreds of people were killed. Mm-hmm. 
Hundreds. That might have been it. Oh, because, well, you, you know, it's that interesting. That matches it. That matches it. So they went up two from the time that I was talking to because at the time it was seven. And I said, that, I said, I saw all those videos of that. And, he, and I said, there's, that's crazy. Only seven people died. And he goes, oh, man. Oh, so they lied through their teeth. All right. So the point about this is not to get too much into Chinese. I just think that, first of all, government's lying. Let's just say that I don't yes. care if you're what your form of government is, you're a liar. Communism leads to fascism. I don't know why people don't see that. That you could there's nothing you could call Stalin but a fascist. But um, they all lie. We've lied. Gov the communists lie. They who who all everybody lies. Mm -hmm. That's that you know it's Machiavelli. You're, if you run a government, you can lie. Remember, that's just, yeah. that was his one of his main premises. Is you, you know, you're running a country you have top tell truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it done. Mm -hmm. So, so I would I would say this: if if this didn't sound so much like a movie, I would believe it. But it's just too close to being like a movie. I'm sorry, they made a movie about Charles Manson murders yeah, and I'm, it was it was enough like a movie for them to make a movie about it and so i don't like this idea that because something's told in a narrative form therefore it must not be true that's what mythicists do yeah but shooting at the windows that's so hollywood shooting at the try windows. to get out of there well they didn't shoot at the windows mm -mm. yeah they, they didn't shot shoot at the windows. people in the room mm -hmm. yeah they covered the windows with poop that's what it was. Does that well, sound something like a movie? Does they, that sound like they, a movie at all? No. That sounds like, that sounds like voting in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> there is an interesting parallel. Yeah. And so, so oftentimes, real life is like a movie. Mm -hmm. And so... Wait, you think about Pain and Gain, that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, he grilled hands. Yes, yeah, that actually happened. He grilled hands. The absurdity doesn't mean that it didn't mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. Do you know about that? He grilled what? Hand. So uh, hand. it was. It was. Hand. It were these. It was, H -E there were some bodybuilders who wanted to make some money real quick, and so they killed some people. And uh, the way they went about it was so stupid. Mm -hmm. But they were trying to get rid of the bodies, and part of the way they were going to do it was, well, let's just like burn them. But they. Grilled the hands, basically. H a n d s. Hands, not hands. Hands. H a n d s. H -A -N -D -S. Yeah, like yes, the like hands. Human hands. They like mm -hmm. cut up the body parts. Glenn and I can't spell anything that's not a one-syllable word. I love it though. That's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I can't spell anything. But that's a one-syllable <laughs> word. That is a one-syllable word. Yeah, that is a one-syllable word. I did say H a n d s. Yeah. The first time at his own recording. We are and John Hagley. I guess that's part of being my friend. Of mine, you can't spell. You can't spell. John Avery can't spell at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. So anyway, this whole idea that it is that it plays out like a movie doesn't really mean for me that it's not real. Yeah. There are so many things that in real life that you're like, that's that's almost crazier than fiction. You exactly. even have that. You even have that saying that that's crazier than fiction. Well, this story, my friends, is, is crazier than fiction. Exactly. And I, yeah, I just feel like you're being too skeptical of something that. That, um, it's clear that the Russians did this kind of stuff. The fun part of the story, this movie, this story, <laughs> <laughs> what's fun about it 
It has been made into a movie, by the way. Well, yeah, I was oh, I want to see it. Here's why. I want to. What made the most fun was Jim talking about finding the gas itself and where they found it and what they heard when they found it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes this fun. So you go down and you you're you're probably where you should be. Right. And I'm gonna tell you, if I like I've said before, it was a it was a black comedian said it, but apparently Amityville Horror took place in a house and the house said leave, and the white people didn't leave, and the black guy goes, black guys, house says leave, black guys leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, uh, I say the same thing if I'm going into a cave and all of a sudden I hear screaming and I'm going like, nah. Let's go see if I can find some gas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you find it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people would go on. Right. There are, I'm not so sure Katie would. Uh-huh. Freaking, of course she's a scary. Of course I would. You keep I think, going? I think that would keep going. Yeah, there are I'm, people I'm that would. I don't. I'm, more, I'm like the black guy. Yeah. So if, if you come to me and you say, I said, what are you eating? Oh, this, it's nasty. I go, okay. That's it. I don't need to know. Katie's going to say, well, let me try it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is nasty. Yep. I'm not that kind. I'm going to go like, Jim said it's nasty. That's good my, enough. My wife always hands it to me and says, eat this. And I start eating it. He goes, I go, well, okay. And he goes, well, I think it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the interesting thing, so, so. Well, wait, wait, I didn't finish. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I didn't finish. All right. If the Jimbos of the world, they go, what's that screaming? Maybe somebody's help. That may be whatever. You're going to, you go on for whatever reason. You, but it's demonic. You find out that it is kind of demonic and, and you, you trade or whatever you do. It can't be a changeling, I don't guess, but you get the gas. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to want to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go down there and make a deal with these or no. find it with this dangerous place and not do something mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, no. And th- there's enough scattered evidence to suggest that this experiment happened. So if our theory about where this experiment took place, which is in Siberia, Siberia. is correct, because that's where these experiments often took place with Siberia. They didn't want this really being out in the open in Moscow or anything That's like where that. you would, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's where you would go uh, if you were... Uh, what is it? They they sent you off by yourself. Yeah. No, no, no. It was like uh, you, like you were secluded there. What is it called? Whenever they like, send you away and you're like. Is it exile? Exile. Exile. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Well, so the video that I was talking about is as far as the audio feed, that with the miners who were in Russia going down and getting that gas, that took place in Siberia. Okay, and so they're extracting gas from Siberia. From the from this mine, you don't want to carry it, to it all. Too, yeah, like you don't want to carry it all too far, and that's already a secluded area. Right. No, I think I think I also. How this much, is this have, is how huge. you have to ingest this gas? Say this again. Breathe right. it. You have to breathe it. And then you're infected. Yeah. I think that's an infection. Like yeah. that's it's addictive, I'm, apparently. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's so like once you got it, you're either going to stay up and die, or you're going to die sleeping. Yes. Okay. Yes, I believe that that's the case. Now, this is this isn't mainstream scholarship here. Okay, that we're whatever we're talking about the subject. But my theory, going sometimes against the grain of what modern scholarship says about this, is that I think that. This resulted in the fall of the Soviet Union. 
All right. So I think that what happened was they stumbled upon this gas and they thought that this was a great experiment. All right. And they took this gas from that mine to the laboratory to test on these subjects. And then whenever they saw what happened to these subjects, there was something that was superhuman about them. And they, they were trying to get it to where they could tame it. Like, OK, yes, this experiment overall went bad, but these guys did stay awake for, for 15, 15 days. days. They were able to survive surgery without going under anesthesia. Yep. And after With that, their organs missing for a while. Yeah, yes. and they were in a jovial mood. Yes. yes. And so and so the Russians are trying uh-huh. to are trying to figure out a way of manipulating this drug so that it can give it to uh, its scientists and soldiers. Well, regarding the scientists, I believe that Chernobyl is the reason that the Soviet Union fell. I think that this exposed a huge weakness in their system and the rest of the communism doesn't work. Well, well, exactly. Well, Chernobyl, but Chernobyl was the thing that exposed the fragility of the Soviet Union. Yes. And the reason Chernobyl failed was because this gas was used on those scientists who were at Chernobyl and they were not in their right heads. Yep. And then the plant exploded. That guy, the guy, the main guy who was uh, the reason why there were so many failures during Chernobyl, Mm -hmm. he, it was like he was insane. Yeah, he was was insane. He was making bad mistake after bad mistake after bad mistake. And and we call it a mistake, but you Mm -hmm. wonder, maybe that was part of the gas. You you guys took it too far. You're not going to. Uh, I'm not going to allow it this on this podcast to say that communism alone is not enough to make a Chernobyl. <laughs> but communism is the reason for this gas being used. Yeah, like that, that is the reason. Like communism right. is the ultimate cause. All right, let me say this. Let me say this. I know nothing about this. I know it's Friday, so I can't depend on anybody to tell me the truth. <laughs> however, however, I'm going to say, say this. That let's take everything you said today is true. Mm-hmm. It's still not the worst thing I've read about Russia during that time. No, it's not. But it's, no. the, it's the key link as to why it failed. No, no you're, you're, you're all right. Fine. I get you. All right. You can go back to that. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say this, that if I, I, I could believe it was true. Yeah. I can believe that that happened. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that that could happen. Now, yeah. I don't know about going about it, get, negotiate with de- demons to get the gas, but if they I never up, said that they were negotiating with demons, even though communists would do such a thing. They but would, I never said, I never said, and, and mainstream scholarship has also shown that to be the case. But I, I, I would just say that they found the gas. It wasn't necessarily that they had they to somehow, negotiate it. Yeah. In, in fact, I think that the demons want them to have. I was thinking that too. Like, it mm-hmm. probably wasn't a negotiation. It was probably a "this is a conveniently here." Right. Yes. And and it, so demons, if you if you read demonology, demons want to give humans things that are self-destructive. Yeah. And so this is a common feature that, especially in. Siberia, where we know that's demonic activity happening over there. Um, you could just look at the Anastasia killings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and anyway, I'm not going to go that. What yes, they did to that exactly. Family, yeah. So, if you look at how demons work, they would simply just give this to the Russians without even showing themselves, without revealing themselves. But I also, I don't think that those were demons in that cave. That's what people say is what's happening in that cave, that these are the sounds of hell. I think that these are people who were in Siberia who stumbled on this mine and they went down there. And the reason that they're making this noise is because they've been addicted to the gas and are doing the For very years. things. Yes, they're doing the very things that the Russians saw happen in that lab. Yeah. It's like it's a superhuman gas. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That... You know, you're going to be surprised at this. I'm going to say this. All of, all of it to me is 
is possible. Yeah. I, 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 there's nothing that happened in the late 30s through 40s in Russia that I wouldn't doubt. I would, I would just say this. Those people were capable of anything. Now, I'm going to say this. You can go to post-revolution France and see how they treated prisoners. And humans can be very ugly mm -hmm. to other humans. Very ugly. Then I will also say this. I can tell you right now that if Stalin and Hitler had a chance to meet the meet Satan to make a deal with him, uh, they'd have done it. Yeah, to win. Yeah, they would have done it to win. Mm -hmm. They would have done it. They absolutely would have done it. I don't know any demonology. I can't. I'll give you some references. Well, well, let me just podcast. say this. No, let me just say this. Right, okay, fine. <laughs> fine, I'll take. Now, but here's the thing: there are certain things, as you know, your dad won't go play certain places. I don't. I can't kill an animal. I have a really good reason for that. I like you to kill them and let me eat them, <laughs> but I don't. I can't do it. I can't be the one. Well, I can't. I don't know why, but something happened to me as a kid where I don't even like thinking of demons. I've noticed that with you before. Like I've joked about it before, um, and and you didn't like. Oh, there's a cop that just caught somebody over there. How dare he? I know. Um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, but yeah, I've I've noticed that that you don't like talking about demons. Um, yeah, I've I've tried to watch two mm -hmm. movies. One, The Exorcist, and her bed started shaking. It was early in the movie, almost immediately into the movie. Mm -hmm. Then there was a a movie. Poltergeist 2? Yeah. This Indian goes up on top. My little sister Catherine wanted to go with her, her friend. And I said, I'll take them, you know. And I, That's I, sweet. I was sitting, you know, away from them because they were wanting to do the kid thing. Well, he, he gets up on a mountain and he inhales this vapor demon looking stuff. I'm talking before the credits started. Before, before that introductory credits and I walked out I paid my ticket I lost all that money See, wait is that so he, he inhaled some kind of weird vapor right I wasn't good. yeah yeah there you well, go but no no I, I'm just saying I can't go there and, and try to figure out how that would look like if there was some type of demon involvement because I can't go. Well, that's not my theory. So I've never said that the demonology was my theory, but if you wanted to go with demonic activity happening with this experiment, then that I'll point you to scholarship. I'm going to say that. that well, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, what I'm going to say is, you know, if you're going to get into combining the different um, conspiracies that we've had before, although this one, I, don't, I actually don't think this is a conspiracy. So I kind of don't like mining. Well, it is a conspiracy. It, it was be. kept secret. It was a no, no. I'm talking about Fatima. I don't think okay. that was a full, like. I don't think that was a conspiracy. I think that uh, some true stuff actually happened there. But they did specifically talk about the downfall of Russia and what horrors would happen if Russia wasn't blessed the way that it was supposed to be blessed at the time. And so this is one of those consequences. Yeah, exactly. Of, just of that like happening. This is the darkness. Yeah, and so you, you'll have a theory like that to where there's super, there's the supernatural element that's underlying this whole drama that's playing out in Russia. I take out that supernatural element in my theory. I think that what they found was people who were in the cave that were on this gas they take this gas they extract it there's no demonic activity happened they just found it they're like this is wild that we've experienced this like they i can't imagine what those miners saw 
Like if they saw, like, because if you, have you ever heard those recordings that I'm talking about? The sounds of, I haven't heard them. Okay. Well, it's like a whole village of people down there. It is is wild. It's Mm -hmm. a crowd of people down there who are on this gas. Okay. And so these miners take this audio and they take it to the Russian government. The Russian government, of course, naturally is like, well, we got to get our hands on this. And so they get their hands on that and they take it to this lab. And then next thing you know, it infiltrates the entire Soviet Union. And for all we know, this could have been a Fatima deal to where this gas was the product of people not sanctifying or what is it called uh, uh not, like it was like consecrating russia consecrating like russia that. yeah that's it and so i see your eyes glazing over right now no but no i'm sitting here thinking about how we've been screwing up conspiracy friday all these times this is this is much better <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm well there you exactly go what, there you go this is fat just <laughs> all of a sudden we Whoa, we go over here. I agree with Jim. Like, this I, like, this you is know, facts. We haven't been taking this nearly as seriously <laughs> as we should. <laughs> you know, like, well, 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 you know what? You know what he just did? He turned Ice Point Kayaki back on me. There you he's go. looking at me with this serious face, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just making up out of it. You know what? All right, we're even. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'll say is that we're out of time, but I'm going to say this again. Fiction or not fiction, if if you if I found out that we're real, I would not be at least bit surprised. Mm-hmm. Not even a little All kidding aside, I would not be the least bit surprised that Russia at that time, and probably now, would do this. Now, you're saying Chernobyl exposed the weakness of the Soviet Union. I would say Ukraine finished them off. <laughs> Those yeah. guys have no credibility left. You can't whip Ukraine. Oh, yeah. You've got no. Well, you are they, not a superpower anymore. I think they ran out of the gas. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out. Yeah, like they ran out of gas. Where did that come from? We it should all have the origins of that. They actually yeah. released it That's all at crazy. once, and it was just guys. This has been it's been fun having you here live, Jim. Yeah, Something. Yeah, and I, 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 I can't even, believe you're putting seminary in front of our podcast. <laughs> I do miss having you here. It makes it like a lot funner to mess around. It does. Even though we're being very serious. We know we're being very serious right now. This happened. This yeah. was the reason for the fall of the Soviet Union. Please can, stop saying it's a joke. For one more minute. Wait, can I say this to you? Just real quick. Even if like the, the dramatic parts didn't happen, like he didn't say, I am the Joker, ha 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 ha, <laughs> at the end. Um, uh, I like, yeah, again, like I agree that something like this could have happened to the point where it wasn't as dramatic as some of it was where there weren't like guns going off and stuff like that mm-hmm. but that people were committing auto, auto cannibalism and mm-hmm. tearing out each other's body parts and I mean, stuff. Uh, no question no question no question that this could have happened yeah, yeah no There's question a- about that and i think that this is also a micro story of the bigger story which is the, the soviet union auto cannibalizing itself <laughs> Exactly. That's Shim's thesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and one last thing. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep on adding. You know, those freaking people in Snopes are going to be like... Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> you don't lose the thought. Okay. She is definitely a lawyer. I have one more question. That's the biggest lie ever told in a deposition. One more thing. No, just one more thing to add is that... People, you're going to hear, if you look this up, people are going to be like, no, the longest that somebody's ever stayed up was 11 days, mm-hmm. and he just had a really bad time and had to go to the hospital for a bit, but there was a good recovery. Well, you think about it, that was somebody who just naturally, they might have been taking caffeine or something like that. Mm-hmm. You think about this, this is a poison gas that came from the depths of hell. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. It's different. There's also yes. a Russian who had a he had an accident where part of his brain was there was a nail driven into his brain. I'll say that on Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Okay, well, I love that no. movie. Uh, but he couldn't sleep after that. Oh. He never slept again. And he lived a very long life. And apparently, was, was his no, name Rumpel Skillskin? No, apparently, no ill effects. Vampires don't sleep. <laughs> we should wrap this up. Uh, I gave my thesis. That's interesting. We should look into thesis. that a little bit well, closer next time. All right. So, Tuesday, I want you to go over because this is sort of the same thing. We apparently don't see everything the other person is doing, we see what we think that person is doing. And Glenn's going to explain that Tuesday because he has a scholarly article that went to him on by a very, very good friend of his. So I've got to break that down. Uh, reality is reality. It's what you fill in. Yes. It's, didn't that, wasn't that a fascinating article? Well, yeah. I mean, the, that's that's a thought. But, yeah. I, we'll, we'll, we'll explore that. I, I expect you to say that. All right. And, and, can I, and, and again, I would, I would also just thing. like to say that one more thing. One more thing, sir. You know, we really enjoyed talking to you next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and with that, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, the one way to get this, if you had this gas, let's say, and you wanted to get rid of it. <laughs> And, and and purge your body of all toxins and uncleanliness. You get over to PJ's in Houghton, get you some delicious coffee. I know you think that is counterproductive, but think about, you know, autistic people or people who are, have ADD, they give them speed. Well, this is how you get rid of this gas if you have it. And you can get wonderful Red Bull, all natural, uh, delicious pastries, breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, and Zap chips, all in a wonderful environment. I would highly recommend going in and sitting down and enjoying it. And if you need to stay awake an extra hour or two, I recommend PJ's coffee and not that gas. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually, Correct. it would much more, more, more healthy, more healthy. <laughs> you Thank won't you. be Superman, but you'll be way healthy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Now, are you going to be in Monday morning? I expect to. Okay, which will be next Wednesday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Things are happening. I think we've all had the gas now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and have a, I guess have a happy new year. Yeah, a happy new year. Bye-bye. We Bye. love you. <laughs>